Hey y'all, welcome to a brand new episode on Feel the Cup podcast. I am so, 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 so excited that you are with me for a brand new episode with the empty cup ready to receive some hot inspiration and motivation for a brand new week. I cannot wait to fill your cups today because I'm telling you, this episode is going to be legendary. I believe it's really going to free a lot of people and it's going to restore a lot of perspectives that have been broken because of what's going on in society. So we are going to get all up and through this topic and I hope that you're comfortable and ready to have your cups full. Now, jumping right in, this episode is all about still believing that marriage is for you even when other marriages fail. And those marriages could be celebrity couples that you've loved and adored from afar that you see in the blogs and the headlines that they've divorced, they're not making it, or it could be immediate, even in your own families, your parents didn't make it, your aunties um, and their spouse didn't make it, you know, you're seeing friends not make it and are divorcing. And it's totally changed your view on marriage. Or you've seen the betrayal that goes on in marriages, the ups and downs that goes on in other marriages. So this is literally for all of the single people who have written off marriage on and off because you see a lot of negativity being centered around it. And me being a single person, I'm here to inspire you, motivate you, even when I'm trying to find my own motivation I want to motivate you. So when God deposited this word into me, I didn't know where he was trying to go with it. I didn't know what, you know, what was the real purpose of me giving this word out? Because obviously everybody has different views on marriage and commitment and all of those things. But I think that there are a select few of people who have had this beautiful idea of marriage since you were a little girl or even let's say a young boy you've had a great idea of marriage you've maybe even even come from a healthy home but for some reason as life has gone on as you've experienced different things have you seen different things have you as you've gone through different heartbreak a lot of the times you tend to believe that marriage may not be for you. But I'm here to disrupt that narrative and say marriage is still for you. The person that God has designed for you, has prepared for you, has put up in the refrigerator and the freezer just for you, that person is so unique to the current season and timing that God is under. Because we all know that God's timing is not our timing and our plans are never his plans. So I know for a lot of us ladies, we want our husband right now. We like where he at? (laughs) Why he taking so long? Where you been my whole life? Like we thinking about that. Like, where is he at? But for some people, they're like, well, I don't see the point of marriage because I've been through so much heartbreak. I've seen so many marriages not make it. I've seen some of, some of my favorite 
celebrity marriages, my favorite marriages, even in my family, my favorite marriages of friends around me. And it just seems like more people are breaking up than actually making it work. So how in the world am I supposed to get excited about marriage? So whatever category you fall in or whatever mentality that you find yourself in right now, never disqualify yourself from marriage just because others do not work. It is natural and it is normal for certain relationships not to work because a lot of marriages that have failed or that did not work out or or have not worked out is because more than likely, I'm not saying every last one of them, but more than likely they were out of the will of God. That marriage was never probably meant to be. It was forced, it was too soon, it was not fully, I would say, prepared for because a lot of people get in marriage just thinking it's going to be one thing. And then when they actually get through it, they're like, oh, wait, I wasn't ready for what I thought I was ready for. Right. So a lot of people assume that they're ready for marriage or think that they can handle all that comes with it. And then when they get in it and they realize, oh, snap, it's with the wrong person. It creates a lot of strife. Um, and that's why I believe you can have more than one soulmate. You can have the soulmate that you thought was for you. And then you can have the soulmate that your heart was truly meant to beat for. And I believe that even if marriages fail, even if you come from a divorce, even if you come from a broken relationship, you are not disqualified from a healthy marriage. God still wants healthy marriage to be in your future. He still wants to give you the desires of your heart. He still wants to hand you the person that he has created for you. Because I believe that there's somebody for everybody, right? And a lot of us have unnecessarily disqualified ourselves for marriages just because we see the negativity driven around marriage. We see the co-worker not being faithful to their husband or wife. We see the the headlines in the news of, you know, couples cheating and, and infidelity and trust and things being broken and people having um, babies in the marriage, out, outside babies in the marriages, affairs. You know, you hear the constant stories and in your mind, you're like, the marriage, the sanctity of marriage has been broken from so many people. But I'm telling you, no matter how many humans get it wrong, I truly believe that you were meant to walk into a healthy marriage. And I'm also saying that to myself because there's been times I've even looked at my own parents or I look at other couples and I see the couples that have been married 30 something years and I see the things that they're going through in 35 years. And I'm like, wait, uh, that doesn't look like what it looks like early in the beginning but guess what if you see couples getting through things after 35 years just know that they've stood the course they have trusted god and that is nothing wrong with seeing a marriage that has some problems because no marriage is perfect and i think that the a lot of the issues why we have a tainted view of marriage is because we have an unrealistic view of marriage. A lot of people don't want to look at marriage as work. They just want the fairy tale. They want the picket fence. They want the family. They want the benefits that come with marriage. But a lot of them don't realize that marriage is really work. Like it's an everyday choice to choose someone and to choose to clock in to this relationship because it's going to be up and down. Every day is not going to be the same. And you got to continuously show up 
as the best version of yourself to make that marriage work. And some days you're not going to be the best version of yourself and you still got to push to make it work. That's why it's so important. I cannot stress this enough. It's so important that all of the single people out there that you work on making sure that you are whole, you're a whole home first before you start joining yourself with somebody else. I think a lot of marriages and relationships fail because two broken homes are trying to come together and make a complete home. And it does not work like that. A real home is built when two people are whole. They've done the self-work. They've taken the time to really spend with themselves. They prepared themselves for the partner that they always prayed for. And you now you have two healthy whole homes coming together as bonuses to each other to unite and be one. And we can not unite and be one with people who are broken and not have done the work on themselves. That's why a lot of the times the people that you're married to that have not done the work prior to the marriage, they're coming in the marriage bringing you baggage that you didn't even have before you met them. Bringing you baggage that's now traumatizing you. Bringing you baggage that has made your own internal issues worse. So that's why it's so important that you're careful about who you attach yourself to, that you're careful about who you do covenant and life with, that you're careful of making sure that you're not marrying someone out of God's will. Because that's the biggest point of this whole podcast episode is that when you do things out of God's will, no matter how much a person is amazing, no matter how much you love them, when you do things out of the will of God, it will fail. It may work in your own way, in your own mind. You may think you're getting by because you see other couples who haven't really been in the will of God doing it their own way. And you're like, well, what's the point? You know, I just love who I love and all of that. And then you wondering why these unnecessary problems keep coming up and you feel like you're at your wits end. I'm telling you, it's so important that you marry someone in the will of God because even when y'all have problems when both of you are in God's will he will allow you both individually to seek him so that he can fuel you individually to come together and to resolve those issues together that's why praying couples are so powerful that's why couples who both are in the word of God is so powerful and so I'm telling you ladies I'm telling you gents don't give up on marriage don't give up on believing that you can truly do life with somebody and truly just kick down the doors of hell by using the purpose that God is giving your marriage to really just inspire the world to really change nations I think a lot of us forget that marriages are not just for us to feel good with somebody they have a greater purpose in the kingdom they have a greater purpose in God's kingdom like he uses marriage to truly draw people not only to him and to give him glory but God uses marriage to show people in human form how much he loves us like he uses the symbolism of marriage to show 
us as individuals, how much he loves us, how much he cares about us, how much us being one with him can truly change the rest of our lives. Like we are nothing without Christ. Let's be honest. I mean, I'm just saying. So I have had to have faith for my future spouse. I've had to, you know, destroy the negative I would say criticisms that I used to say about men about saying, well, they all cheat and they all are a hot mess and they and they all do this and they all do that. And, you know, I had to change that out of my vocabulary and I had to start declaring and believing that, God, I'm worthy of a husband that you have for me. I'm worthy of a man of God who's going to love me properly, who's going to take care of me and do above bare minimum. I'm worthy of somebody who's going to pick me up when I'm down and when I don't feel like my full self, they're going to be able to be my best friend and and really go to war with me in the spiritual realm. I am worthy of that. And that although I keep seeing more and more couples not make it, it does not mean that I can't have the happy, healthy relationship that I know that I'm worthy of. And I'm telling you right now, for all of those in these long, you know, rough single seasons where you feel like God has forgotten about you, where you feel like, you know, he's doing it for others, but he didn't he didn't had your name at the at the bottom of the list. And it seems like you keep seeing other couples be blessed and get married and you're not really understanding why is God making making you wait so long. I'm telling you, if God is allowing you to wait for a while, that means that there's still more work that you need to do on the inside. You may think you've done a lot of work, but I'm telling you, it won't be until you actually get into relationship with a new person that you'll realize how much more work you should have done while you were single. You'll realize how much more self-work you should have not delayed had you actually used that time to your advantage. And I think a lot of us are just trying to rush out of our single seasons because we want to have somebody so bad and we end up getting desperate and then before we know it we're laying down and marrying someone that we had no business marrying and now we're miserable and I don't want that for you sis I don't want that for you bro I don't want you to regret the person that you walked down the aisle with I'll never forget the other day or the other Sunday Bishop talked about you know a couple that he counseled and how the woman even, and they were having issues, and the wife even said, like, God spoke to her right before she was about to walk down the aisle. Like, he whispered in her ear right before she was about to walk down the aisle at her wedding. He said, don't do it. And, of course, to her, she was confused because she's like, wait, I done spent all this money. My my future husband is waiting for me to walk down this aisle. What do you mean don't do it? God literally whispered in her ear, don't do it. And of course, because you're in the moment and you're like, wait, that 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 can't be God. I'm at my wedding. Why would God try to stop me from walking down the aisle? I ain't trying to be no runaway bride. But like most of us, she ignored God. <laughs> and boom, now she having some of the most craziest issues in this marriage. And has she walked away? And I don't believe that that's her first sign. I believe God probably was showing her signs well before she was about to walk down that aisle. But she ignored them. So I say that story to say that whether God is showing you the signs in the first few weeks 
or he's showing you the signs after you already in love, don't ignore them. It's so important that we pay attention to everything that someone shows us. When somebody shows you who you are, you better stop making excuses for them. Stop trying to overly compensate for them. Stop trying to give them a pass because you care about them so much because they are vibe. No, when you talking about the rest of your life, you better be so careful of who you're connecting yourself to. Like that's the most, that's one of them, just like a car is a big decision, just like a house is a big decision. One of the biggest decisions you'll ever make in your life is who you do life with and who you marry and who you allow to be the father or mother of your children. That's one of the biggest decisions you ever make. And although a lot of people make horrible decisions in that arena, I believe that you have a chance to get it right. I believe that you have a chance to trust God with everything that you got left. Because let's be honest, we can't trust ourselves to pick these people. Lord, I I be telling God that all the time. I'm like, God, I can't pick them. I clearly don't know what I'm doing. So at this point, it's 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 on you. At this point, <laughs> it's on you to truly take over. Because clearly, I'm going to keep getting it wrong. I obviously don't have, you know the strength to walk away from situations that I should have been walked away from. I clearly don't have that. So God, I need you to just take over. I really do. I need you to just take the wheel, as they say. Jesus, take the wheel because I clearly don't know what I'm doing. And I'm, I've experienced all of this heartbreak because I have not done it your way. And I'm going to keep breaking my own heart because I won't listen to you. And I believe that we can rewrite that. We can truly sacrifice our own will and say, God, take over. And believe me, it's easier said than done because a lot of times when we feel like God taking too long, We'll mess around and be like, you know what, God, I'm going to see for myself because it seems like you ain't really responding when I need you to. So I'm going to just see what, what's going on with bruh over here. And then you you get back to me when you want to tell me what, what I need to do. You feel me? Like, uh-uh. And then by the time you meet up with bruh, then you're like, crap, why did I do that? Like, what was I thinking? <laughs> and it just goes back to say, like, God really cares about his children and he does not have you waiting just so he can look down at you from heaven and and say aha that's why you ain't got your man yet that's why you ain't got your girl yet like that's not what he's doing he's saying wait I want to see how much her faith can be strengthened if she would trust me and do it my way and the minute I see that she's ready I'm going to place him at the right time because if God's not going to give you his best person or the best person for you when you going to sabotage it because you ain't did the work on yourself. A lot of us, we got all these big prayers for the person that we believe in God for, and we haven't even done the work to make sure that we're the person that's worthy of the person we're praying for. You know, I think a lot of us, we, we like, oh, he need to know God. He need to go to church. He need to... He need to be a prayer warrior. He need to be good with money. He need to be handsome. He need to have money. He need to, you know, be wanting to travel. You know, you're going to go down the list. 
not realizing like you barely check off half of that list that you asking for him to come to the table with. So don't be selfish with your prayers. Don't pray for something that you know you have not already done the work at in yourself. And that's something I've even had to check myself on in different breakups that I've had. It's very easy for me to say, oh, is that person fault for that? He did that. He did that. He did that. But it actually took this time around for me to say, you know what, Kendra, this is actually what you contributed. This is what you keep messing up at. This is what you need to work on. So before you go around praying for this amazing husband, make sure that you working on those things. So that way, when that man come in your life, you don't ruin him and destroy it because you weren't prepared. Ooh, that's a word for somebody because a lot of us are not prepared for what we're praying for. We think we are. We think we're ready for the million dollars, the billion dollars, but we will literally destroy it because we have not taken the time and did the work for what we have right now. Child, I'm preaching. I really am preaching. But I hope that this episode blessed you. I hope that it reinforced the idea that you had of actually being someone's wife or husband because I believe that there's so many of you that are meant to do life with the person of your dreams and I truly feel like if you just wait on God and that you spend this time that you have right now to love on yourself more than you ever have you are going to be blown away at the person that God allows into your life. And you're going to be like, I see why I had to wait. I see why I didn't work with anybody else. I see why I had to cry all those tears, why my heart had to be broken all those times. It now makes sense. And I believe that for you. Marriage is still for you. You are capable of having a healthy marriage. And don't lose hope. I know it's rough out here in this dating pool. I know it seems like how in the world are we supposed to be able to get a husband in these days and times or how are we going to find a wife with, with these options? You know, I, I can feel your pain right now. Believe me, I feel it. But again, that does not mean that the person that God has for you will not find you because they're going to find you, but they need to find you at the right time. You're worthy, you're special, you're important to the kingdom. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Join me on the next episode. Tell a friend and tell a friend about Fill the Cup Podcast. And make sure that as your cups are full today, that you go fill someone else's cup and overflow. Love you guys. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at more motivation, M-O-O-R-E-R, motivation. And I will see you next time. Bye.